Hello, friends, and welcome to episode 795 of the Juicebox Podcast. I'm excited to have Jenny back today for another installment of Defining Diabetes. And today, Jenny and I are going to define Kussmaul Respirations. This will be the 45th installment of the Defining Diabetes series. It's a series that takes the time to define the terms that you use every day with diabetes. From fat and protein rise, to brittle diabetes, bolusing, and everything in between. Check out Defining Diabetes, short episodes that let you feel like you know what you're talking about. And bonus, after you listen, you will actually know what you're talking about. There are a number of different series within the podcast. So if you go to juiceboxpodcast.com to see a list of them, if you do it on a browser, you'll just see it at the top. And you, There it is, Defining Diabetes. You click on it. If you're on your phone, there's a little menu, like the three lines that say menu. Click on that. Then it shows you Defining Diabetes. There you will get a complete list of the episodes, as well as an online player, and links to a number of different popular podcast apps. And links to the other series, like Bold Beginnings, Thyroid Disease, Algorithm Pumping, Diabetes Variables, Ask Scott and Jenny, Mental Health, After Dark, and the Diabetes Pro Tip episodes. This show is sponsored today by the glucagon that my daughter carries, Gvoke Hypopen. Find out more at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm like, when are my kids going to be home making yeah. noise? All right. Uh, okay, so I'm recording. Okay. Jenny, we have finished up with our bowl beginning series. So let us move on or back to, maybe I should say, a couple of defining diabetes terms, which I've had on a list here for a while and we have not gotten around to. Are these easy ones or hard ones? No, I think they're, I mean, they're easy enough. They're just sort of terms that I don't know what happened. Like they, they didn't pop up the first couple of times when, when I said to people like, what should we define? Or even when I at the beginning said, what should be defined? There's also stuff on the cool. list that's come up because you and I have been talking along the way and I've realized, wow, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so yeah. I think if I don't okay. know, maybe other people don't know either. Um, so let's cool. uh, let's do some. There'll be some short ones today. Awesome. Okay, I'll mispronounce some things, and you 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 set me straight, and then we'll start talking. What is a small respiration? Ah, that's a very good one. Thank you. <laughs> and we've certainly talked about something that would be where you would see this, mm -hmm. right? I mean, we've talked about. DKA, and we've talked about ketones before, correct? Yep. So essentially, it's a really deep, a deep, like, heavy, almost like labored breathing that comes um, most often with DKA or diabetic ketoacidosis, mm -hmm. right? Um, because of metabolic acidosis, essentially. It's interesting. I, I like watching you pulled out of your head because I'm looking at it written in front of me. And I'm like, okay. oh, this is so cool that she's just getting this so right. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I'm, so, I, I mean, my, my experience with it is that on the evening, wow, on the evening in 2006, when we realized Arden had diabetes, or we realized we thought she did, um, it was the end of a... 
I mean, a number of days where she was just listless. I don't even know how to mm. say it. Like she was beyond like a zombie. You'd move her from one place to another and she'd just plop down. You know, she was so yeah. young, like two years old, just, just turned two years old. And that day uh, we were on a beach vacation. So Kelly took Cole to the beach Aww. and I stayed home in the, in the beach house with Arden. And I thought, no, 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 I'm going to try to get her. Um, I'm going to try to take her to the beach. She'll see the beach and the ocean. She'll get really excited. I got her all ready and right. I took her to the ocean and we kind of stepped, I sat her down and she just, I, I put her in the sand and she just didn't move. Just sat there. Yeah. Aww. So we, I took her back to the house thinking, okay, well, she's still sick, obviously. And late, late that night, the whole family sitting up playing board games or a card game or something. This was like a big family thing. It wasn't just the four of us. My wife's extended family was there. And I remember like looking across the room trying to figure out what was wrong with Arden and she was panting. Yeah. Even in her sleep, like she was sleeping and she was just like really quickly in, out, in, out, panting, panting, panting. And I realize now that's what this is, right? This is a, that's, mm -hmm. and so I have here, Kusmal respirations are fast, deep breaths that occur in response to metabolic acidosis. Mm -hmm. Kusmal respirations happen when the body tries to remove carbon dioxide and acid from the body by quickly breathing it out. Diabetic ketoacidosis is the most common cause of Kussmaul respirations. Correct. So it's also a, a reason that a lot of times when you bring, when you would go to the emergency department, <clears throat> they'll usually do like an electrolyte panel. Um, they'll look at something called bicarbonate levels and those types of things because um, this acid kind of component of the body that comes and causes that labored breathing mm -hmm. um, is really because of the increase in acid production and the ketones and everything that your body's like, must get rid of this some way, yeah. <laughs> you know? It, it, it's so interesting that your body tries that. I, I wonder if it works at all. Like, is it, is it dissipating it a little bit or is it like a panic? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's it, a good question. I yeah. mean, you know, the the breath of people who have really elevated blood sugars and are in DKA oftentimes smells like acetone, right? Or a mm -hmm. real sweet, fruity kind of smell. Um, so I would expect some of it's being expelled, yeah. much like, you know, the body is also... The reason people often come in severely dehydrated in DKA is because the body's also trying to rid those ketone bodies and everything by pulling, pulling, pulling fluid from the other parts of the body, mm -hmm. dehydrating the body, but creating a loss through urine. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, I've, I've seen like these kind of historical writings where they said that the Egyptians uh, used to refer to a disease called the Great Drain. Is that right? And they thought people urinated themselves to death. But mm -hmm. but historians believe that might be type 1 diabetes. In fact, it, ages ago, one of the very easy tests was physicians would just taste the urine mm -hmm. because it was very sweet. Right. And then that meant diabetes. It's interesting when someone asked us to describe the smell from Arden's breath, I described it as metallic and Oh. And Kelly described it as fruity. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting, kid, because uh, just a little side note here, DKA symptoms may include fruity, scented breath, weakness, vomiting. So Arden was obviously, I mean, 
just based on this conversation, she was in DKA at that point. Oh, I would ex- absolutely. Yeah. Even though we, it's funny because I ask that question of people when I interview them and all, oftentimes they don't know the answer. And now I realize as I look back, I don't know if anybody ever said that to us or not. And if they did, if I would have even known what that meant in that moment, you know what I mean? Like, or, or like now I know to be like, oh no. <laughs> but back then, if somebody would have said, hey, your kid's in DKA, I would have been like, yeah, I, it's three o'clock in the morning. I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know? Right, right. Um, it's, you know, the in- interesting thing, I was curious about your question about whether anything is actually expelled mm-hmm. with all of that. So I did a quick look and it says that um, the rapid breathing increases the amount of carbon dioxide exhaled, thus lowering the serum carbon dioxide levels and helps to result in some degree of compensation. Mm-hmm. So there okay. is definitely something coming out that the body is, you know, having this increase in respiration. So, so it's helping. Yeah. Not well, that it's going to definitely help a hundred percent, but sure. it's trying yeah. to do something it's for like you. A thousand cracks in the dam, and you've got ten fingers. You're like, <laughs> yes, maybe to that level. Well, yes. Hey, listen, if, if it buys you any kind of time, then thank you. But it really is another, just really another example because we talk about this sometimes. With low blood sugar, right? Like talking about how your body seems to shut down systems in order of importance as your blood sugar gets lower and lower. This is another example of that. This is your body just like trying to take one more breath. You know what I mean? Right. Stay, stay alive a little longer. Super interesting. Okay, so I mean, I, I don't think anybody who's going to hear this episode is going to hear it before uh, they they know they have diabetes. Right. but. If you right. see this happening, it's it's doctor time. Also, there's one other example of why I, I want to just insert this here since we'll have people's attention. Of course. Um, there's apparently another. Let's see. What are, what two conditions is Kussmaul breathing associated with? Disruptions to these compounds can cause Kussmaul breathing, which is typically associated with conditions that cause metabolic disturbances such as kidney failure and diabetes. Mm-hmm. So you could see this in a person and it be kidney failure over diabetes. Mm -hmm. It's interesting. Again, because the kidneys are very, very much an expeller of many things, right? I mean, there's a filtration system that kind of ends up going on with the kidneys. And when your kidneys are not functioning the way that they, that they're supposed to, it leaves more of that to sort of float back into your body rather than be removed. Okay. So. All right. Well, all right. Well, thank you for doing this with me. I appreciate it. When you have diabetes and use insulin, low blood sugar can happen when you don't expect it. Givoke Hypopen is a ready-to-use glucagon option that can treat very low blood sugar in adults and kids with diabetes ages 2 and above. Find out more. Go to givokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. Givoke shouldn't be used in patients with pheochromocytoma or insulinoma. Visit givokeglucagon.com slash risk. Uh, good. That was good. Let's see. That's just one I always think. How how did we get past that? That's one? one. I don't think I have. Honestly, I don't think I have ever used that term in any education I've ever done with anybody. Well, mainly yeah. because they come to me and they already have diabetes. That's what right? I was thinking too. I like pay attention to this. That's not going to happen unless you are really in DKA again. <laughs> so. I kept seeing it used online. So oh. frequently that I thought, well, now people are saying it out loud. If they don't know what it is, it's going to be another 
it's another tripping point yeah. if you don't know what it is, right? Yeah. Okay. A huge thank you to one of today's sponsors, Gvoke Glucagon. Find out more about Gvoke Hypopen at gvokeglucagon.com forward slash juice box. You spell that G V O K E G L U C A G O N dot com forward slash juice box. And don't forget, there are 44 other Defining Diabetes episodes that you can find at juiceboxpodcast.com or by just searching your podcast player for the words juice box defining diabetes. They'll all just pop up in front of you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll be back very soon with another episode of the Juice Box Podcast. And I want you to know that I got that pop, that that cheek pop, first try, right in the microphone. If you're lucky, I'll do it for you one more time before I'm done. Thank you again for listening. Please share the show with someone else who you think might also appreciate it. And if you're here teaching yourself definitions because you're newly diagnosed, please don't miss the Bold Beginnings series. It's terrific and, and great for people who have just learned that they have diabetes. Oh, here, sorry. That was, hold on. How was that? That was good, right? I'm gonna try it too fast. Here we go. Nope. Okay, I'm done. That was terrible. Should I leave that in? Yeah, I don't care. Oh, shoot. Uh, Jenny works at integrateddiabetes.com if you want to hire her. She's terrific. Check it out.